I'm Martha McCallum. I'm Bill Hemmer. I'm Shannon Bream, and this is the Fox News Rundown. Thursday, September 3rd, 2020. I'm Trey Yingst. As millions of kids start the school year from home, working parents are in a difficult spot. It's a matter of trying to provide working parents with the support to provide a little bit of relief in their lives right now. And sometimes just even having a sounding board or somebody to check in with them is priceless. This is the Fox News Rundown global pandemic. The COVID-19 outbreak has put economic and scheduling stress on parents who must now find solutions to new problems. Over the next few minutes, you'll get the latest headlines on the global COVID-19 outbreak and hear from Debbie Yadigari, the CEO of Village, about how parents can get support during this time. Starting first in South Africa, where a new report says COVID-19 relief funds were misused. The report details how personal protective equipment was purchased at five times the rate advised by the National Treasury. South Africa's Auditor General said the normal corruption was amplified and the situation requires further investigation. Now to Canada, where hundreds of new cases are being reported, but overall the country is trending in the right direction. Like many locations, reports say COVID-19 is pushing people out of cities and into the countryside. Canadian Prime Minister Justin Trudeau said he is sending his three kids to school next week in an effort to ease the minds of concerned parents as new safety measures are in place. Finally, in the United States, as the school year starts up again, numerous issues are emerging about access to Internet and computers, with many children learning from home. An image of two girls sitting outside of a Taco Bell in California to use the restaurant's Wi-Fi sparked further conversation. While the school ended up sending them a hotspot, reports indicate millions of children in America have similar problems. Education is expected to be a hot-button issue during the remaining two months of campaigning for President Trump and former Vice President Joe Biden. But during this time, how will parents address the new issues their children face? It's a mess. It's an absolute mess. You know, I think the hardest part is we don't, we're unable to see the light at the end of the tunnel. This is Debbie Yadigari the CEO of Village. As everybody knows, working parents are dealing with the possible return to work for themselves. Um, Most of the country here is still remote. Uh, Certain places have a hybrid schooling program. Certain places have, um, you know, some of the private schools have gone back full time, but we don't even know how long that will last. You know, the first first kid with a cough and everyone gets sent home, perhaps. Um, You know, so it's that uncertainty that is weighing on a lot of the working parents, because as you can imagine, the way working parents, the secret to survival for working parents is being able to plan and organize. And we can't plan for the unknown. And so that's what's on everybody's mind right now. What are some of the resources out there for parents? I think people are looking for assistance. They're looking for help because there is some level of government assistance, but governments around the world are still trying to figure out exactly what that balance is. And as September has rolled around, the outcomes for local communities, states, and even countries vary. So what are some items out there that parents can look to if they need some help getting by? Absolutely. That's the biggest topic of conversation right now is where can parents get help? Uh, so my company, Village, is an employer-paid benefit that addresses the stresses of working parenthood. And part of what we do is provide employees with one-on-one personalized support from career coaches, parenting specialists, and wellness experts. So, of course, they can turn to their employer and get Village on board um, or seek other outlets for that 
personal support that they need, um, whether it's dealing with teenagers who are still sleeping all night and unable to, you know, get on their Zooms in the morning, if it's, you know, tools and resources for how to busy a toddler, um, everybody needs to find their support system. And so, of course, you can turn to your peers. Um, you can within your company, if you don't already have an employee resource group, you can try to create one, um, get people together because their course is always strength in numbers and even just having that community that you can bounce ideas off of. Um, you're correct. You know, the government and the pu- public policy is getting around like, what can we do now? And the light has, there's a light shining down on the problem of childcare. You know, childcare has always been a topic of discussion and whether the government, whether public policy should really get involved there. And I think that's come to the forefront in some of our discussions right now. And working parents are saying we need more help. Um, and so, yes, it would be great if the government was able to provide some sort of universal childcare the same way that they're able to provide uh, universal schooling. But beyond that, I... In my opinion, I think it's the employers that really need to get behind this and change culture so we can bring child care um, directly to those people that it would, Im- would be impacting our businesses. So, for instance, we need more child care centers in workplaces. We need child care subsidies should become, uh, you know, a standard benefit. Working parent support should become a standard benefit. When we got into this space, um, you know, in 2013, it was very novel, the idea of employers paying uh, for a third-party provider to support working parents. But now, a few years into it, employers are really seeing the bang for the buck and the ROI, the return of increased productivity, uh, increased just overall wellness that will decrease healthcare costs. So there is an immediate incentive for the employer to get on board and ask how can they help their working parent. So getting involved in childcare, whether right now, you know, we can't ask them to overnight create a childcare or daycare center, but subsidies um, and working with local providers, whether it's village or other um, providers to help their employees find those resources. There's a number of companies out there that do partner with employers uh, to help specifically working parents locate services, whether it's your standard daycare or a nanny coming inside the house or even, you know, some guidance on creating pods. Um, the topic of pods is a big conversation right now. Uh, for those children who are not going back to school. It's very hard for someone who's trying to work from home, also manage school and daycare. So if you can get five families together, put the children in a pod and take turns one day managing everybody's school day together so you can kind of create that classroom setting or even hire somebody if you have the means to bring somebody in. Um, There's other online resources, especially for younger kids. There's, um, you know, You can go to National Geographic and take tours of countries. You can go to museums online and take tours. There are read-alongs online. So there are a ton of resources um, that you can also access through our website, village.com. But right now, it's it's a lot of plugging the holes in the boat um, and to just keep working parents afloat. Absolutely. I wanted to talk about the range of problems that you have to find solutions to. I imagine based on location and income, the 
set of challenges that parents face can be completely different. We know that some parents are relying on school systems just to have a lunch or even an after-school snack for children, while other parents simply have school so they can send their children off to be educated and they come home at the end of the day and go about whatever other activities they're going to partake in. But it really changes based on the location and, and income bracket that a family is in. Absolutely. And this has been one of the biggest struggles. We've seen, uh, you know, different programs pop up where, you know, if you need a meal here or if you, you know, need uh, some wellness or you, you need something so, you know, places to turn to, but we need more of that. There's a large part of our population that really relies on schools for breakfast and lunch, you know, and then those kids are a little bit hungry for dinner. And what do you do when schools shut down? So in every area, um, I won't say every, but I do know at least in New York, there have programs have popped up to kind of plug that hole. Uh, I know various um, YMCA's and JCC's and other local organizations are trying to get meals out there to children who may not otherwise have them. But children also around the country don't have access to Wi-Fi readily, um, necessarily everywhere. You know, of course, in New York and in big cities, but if you're in a small town in Wyoming, the Wi-Fi might be a little bit spotty if the storm comes through. So what do you do if you're supposed to be working remotely that day? It makes it absolutely difficult, especially when we're talking about pods. We're stratifying the, the nation even more. And so for some that can afford it, where, you know, arguably, arguably, maybe they could even be in a better place. If you have the means to hire a private tutor and get that one-on-one support with your child's best friends, you're clearly going to be in a different place a few months down the road than somebody who's absolutely struggling and hungry. You've been listening to Debbie Adigari, the CEO of Village. We'll be right back. Yeah, I think this has highlighted a lot of problems across the United States because it was an optimistic view for school districts to try and shift things to an online classroom setting. But we know that there are millions of children that don't have equal access to technology or Wi-Fi, like you mentioned, in order to simply be a part of the classroom. And then, I mean, that problem goes deeper and deeper. Some don't have safe learning environments or or enough space at home to even be able to focus. I I wanted to ask you about the reaction that you've received from parents. I mean, I imagine a a service like you're providing at, at Village is so crucial to parents who haven't been through a pandemic or a disaster scenario, but need that support. So the problems they were dealing with before the pandemic probably are only much worse now. What's the reaction that you get from from parents who are able to get this guidance and this support amid a very difficult time? Yeah, relief, absolutely relief. You know, pre-pandemic, some of the more um, common issues that we would deal with were, you know, breastfeeding, lactation, keeping up breast milk supply when you return to work, getting your child to sleep through the night, you know, because you're just you're exhausted the next day if your child doesn't sleep through the night. And so you're a little bit less productive. Now we're dealing with co-parenting issues, how to split the work day. Um, You know, it's a lot of just hanging on by a thread. So when people have that one-on-one support, um, it just provides relief. It's, wellness is so important. And by simply providing people with that support, um, 
it sets them up to be more successful. You know, if you have a great work day, you're going to be a better parent in the evening. And if you get your morning off to a great start with your kids, if you're not fighting over breakfast or trying to pull a teenager out of bed to get them on Zoom, you're not going to be as distracted during your work day. So it's a matter of trying to provide uh, working parents with the support to provide a little bit of relief in their lives right now. And sometimes just even having a sounding board or somebody to check in with them is priceless. I guess my last question would be, where do you see this situation in the coming months and even years? Because we know that what's happening now can affect families economically and and even looking at mental health for years to come. Where do you think the focus is going to need to shift for those who need assistance, balancing the home work life? And what sort of ideas and preparation is Village taking ahead to prepare for the time that is to come? I think we have been preparing ourselves for what is to come for many years now at Village. For a long time, we've been talking about how there is no more separation between uh, home life and work life. With the advent of the smartphone, we became the 24-7 employee. You know, there was no more checking that work hat at the door when you come home, when you came home in the evening. And so this was the conversation that we kept bringing to employers and, you know, to tell them that there is an incentive for them to support their working parents in their home life um, and helping them become the better parent because then they will become the better employee. And now we have an absolute spotlight shining down on this intertwined situation of work life and family life being incredibly intertwined in a way that it never has before and most likely, you know, post-pandemic will not be this way again. But what will remain is that memory. And employers now recognize and see, have been forced to see their employees um, as both parents and employees. And so when we keep up until, you know, we've been talking for so long about the need for them to provide that support to working parents, I think now we no longer have to um, tell them about the why. It's just a matter of discussing the how. It sounds like Village was in the right place at the right time for this pandemic <laughs> and already set up to provide this support to companies and individuals who are struggling amid COVID-19. Debbie Adegari, the CEO of Village. Debbie, thank you again for your time. Thank you so much, Trey. Have a great day. You've been listening to the Fox News Rundown. Rundown. Stay up to date by subscribing to this podcast at foxnewspodcasts.com. And for up-to-the-minute news, go to foxnews.com. Listen to the all-new Brett Bear podcast featuring Common Ground, in-depth talks with lawmakers from opposite sides of the aisle, along with all your Brett Bear favorites like his all-star panel and much more. Available now at foxnewspodcasts.com or wherever you get your podcasts.